0: Hello, everyone. It's been a while, but we're back recording another episode of Exploring Reality. And today, Byram and I are going to be talking about belief systems. Oh, I think sure. like belief systems are pretty central to our whole concept of kind of like exploring reality. It's like the meta meta point that lives above <laughs> so many of the other stuff that we've discussed over the last couple of weeks. But it's something that I, I think I personally spend quite a lot of time thinking about. And I know it's something quite important to Byron as well. So yeah, Byron. Maybe like let's 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 start off like, in your mind, what is what is a belief system, and what what kind of importance does it serve in your life?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Extremely broad. Um, <laughs> well, I think like generally, belief system. Okay, let's let's take it apart, right? If you have one belief, it's one um, way of how you think the world is structured in essence right or how you structure your own perception or your behavior in essence and then you have a set of those beliefs and you you gain those during your childhood most of them without even being aware of them and then later on in your life you might start challenging your own beliefs um and well, especially in hard times and i think post corona most people have had some kind of like challenge uh, as to their belief system and Well, I think it's extremely useful because like uh, at least extremely useful to be aware of your own belief system because it is at such a fundamental level and it will affect all the other uh, things that you're working on, all your other behaviors. Right. So I think it's mostly awareness. And I know that you have actually um, you've thought more concretely about belief systems than I have. Right. So can you elaborate on that a bit? Maybe
0: I guess like one of the most common belief systems that people kind of like reference is like do you believe that people are fundamentally good or do you believe that people are fundamentally bad,
1: Yeah. right? Yeah, okay.
0: um, and I think that kind of belief system, it's just like, it sounds basic, but it literally can affect every single action and decision that you take yeah. um, in terms of how you build relationships, how you communicate, what side of the street you you walk on, um, you know? And I think it's, I guess, when I, when I think about belief systems, just kind of before I go back to your question, for me, it's often around like, What are those kind of like super foundational parts of my existence that color almost everything um, about me in terms of my identity? I think very often, I think belief systems that we have are, they can be negative or positive, or very often actually can be a mixture of both. Um, And I think with, with all the stuff that we've kind of talked about here, I think part of what I really want to dive into in this podcast is, you know, the nuance of when good belief systems can misbehave and vice versa
1: definitely i think that's actually a very good good way of looking at it because like this literally affects every area of your life right that's the thing like being unaware of this means that most likely you'll have similar similar issues uh in your both your dating life and your professional career right um you could tackle both of them all right sounds good um okay so maybe to like I think your previous, like, uh, uh, belief is actually a really good example in terms of like um, whether people are good or bad. I also think like one of the most fundamental ones is in terms of like can you change, right? So that's like uh, mm. fixed the growth mindset, essentially. Mm. But I know that you've thought about this quite a bit. So like, maybe elaborate on which uh, beliefs you've thought about.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, so I think like I. When I, when, I, when I did like my last um, Vipassana retreat, so I think I've mentioned it before, like 10-day silent meditation thing, it's pretty hardcore. You do intermittent fasting and you meditate 14 hours a day. So um, suffice to say, I had a lot of time to think about just my identity, how I operate, and just reflect on a lot of like different parts of my life. Um, and I think like two fundamental aspects that came out to be quite true is when I look back throughout my life and I look at kind of like all the peak positive and like the peak negative experiences, I think like two things in my identity always stood quite strong. And I think one is work freaking hard. And the other one is like always look to like learn and grow.
1: Yeah,
0: um, And I think like these together, I think like, you know, the ability to, or the importance of like working hard. And I think together with like a growth mindset, I think is something that has been very true for me at like the corner of like a lot of my operation. And I think the work very hard actually in many ways came from just like my upbringing and sort of like being immigrants. I know it's something that we've talked about in previous episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's something that i really got from my parents and that I kind of like grew up as a, as a teenager. But I think as I started maturing sort of like intellectually and then spiritually, I think the ability of kind of like having a growth mindset and then starting to rewire some of those other beliefs that at the time weren't helpful i think that's where it kind of like got really really quite um interesting for me
1: yeah i can imagine what like um let's say that you like from the point that you started thinking about this concretely what did you see changing your life
0: it's more like it's y- You know, like I think Nicholas uh, Tlaib Nassim, he has like this great quote, which is um, the measure of the randomness you see in the world is a measure of your ignorance or something along those lines. And I think that, you know, there's there's obviously a lot that can be said around that we're ignorant of the external world. But I think a lot of times it's like you we. We're also very ignorant of our own existence and of our own emotions and of how like we react in certain situations. So I think as soon as I understand like, oh, okay these are two fundamental things that are so important to me and how I view myself and how I have constructed my identity. And as soon as I kind of understood that, I was able to like think back at like key turning points in my life or key situations and kind of understand like, oh, now I understand why I was kind of like feeling depressed at that point in my life. Yeah. Because, you know, I was working really hard, but actually I wasn't learning. Or it's like, oh, you know, this was actually a really great moment because actually I just went through this incredible, like, growth experience where I worked really hard and I learned a lot. And this is why I was feeling really great at that particular point in my life, because actually I was living in congruence with those belief systems, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so this is, this, this is, I guess, like the level of feeling and reflection that I had, which I think has just, you know, been really powerful for me to to be able to reflect on on, on certain key experiences in my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I can totally imagine. Um yeah and it, most of this comes down to like awareness once again right of
0: course uh, yeah, yeah
1: right like when you don't think about them that consciously then it's it's very hard but like as soon as you start thinking about them like for me some of them have um revolved around time do you have enough time right uh are you young enough to be like someone else could be 15 when he started so hey uh, same thing with like one very concrete example was um I'm trying to be more technical, right? I'm trying to like learn more and I'm doing a bit of Python now and a bit of MATLAB, but this is not my forte in life, right? (laughs) This is not necessarily what I grew up doing. And what I noticed is like one of the biggest limiting beliefs in terms of like starting out with studying it was simply that I thought, okay, yeah, but I know guys who started doing this when they were 13 and they've already built this and this and this, and I'm 25 and I'm running a business and I only have like a few hours in the evening. So uh, what am I able to even do in that time, right? But even mm. thinking that prevents you from ever getting closer to your actual goal, right? So now mm. I just started doing it and then you actually feel quite good about it. And of course, you won't be at that ex- exact level, but like the limiting belief could otherwise hold you back yeah. where it's totally unnecessary.
0: Yeah. And and, and so, so this is the thing, right? Like, uh, I guess another analogy to think about like belief systems, it's almost like if you are a sort of a computer, the belief systems are like your operating system. So it's like, what do you boot up every day that you wake up? Like, what are some of those like key commands that get like logged into the computer as soon as you kind of like start your day? And and, and honestly, those are all the things that then you naturally, you know, have a lot of like recency bias towards, right? So for example, it's, um, you know, me and my housemate are now talking about getting a dog. All of a sudden I've started noticing all these dogs every single day as I'm kind of like walking down the street or kind of like going to work or whatever and all, they, they've always existed there it's yeah. just you know that that program wasn't like conscious at the top of my mind
1: yeah exactly.
0: and I think it's similar with what you're, you're, you're kind of saying there right which is like if you have a, a self-limiting belief around your potential to become technical then every time you fail your brain be like oh here's another data point yeah. to like confirm that belief
1: Yeah, exactly, 100%. And I also think like um, uh, to tie it into something that we talked about in the previous episode, it's like, let's say that you grew up in, in uh, a third world country, right? Without that, mo- that many opportunities. What you have to see is that you just don't, like, and I'm generalizing here for a second, right? But like, uh, many people don't have as many opportunities to see that they can actually achieve big stuff, especially when they're younger. Um, than here in in Amsterdam or in London, for example, right? And I think that stuff also compounds over time. So then, uh, like the concept of learned helplessness, right? Where you actually don't necessarily think about it, but yeah, well, you're not used to like, very proactively trying to get out of the situation because you think, you've been conditioned in some ways to believe that that is your standard thing. And I think that's the same here, right? Like, uh, if you don't, consciously think about these uh, like belief systems and 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 value systems in general then they will lead you instead of the other way around yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely and i think what's what's interesting i think especially for me over the last couple of months is like maybe not even a couple of months i think a couple of years is thinking about like how do you install belief systems that you want in your life and then how do you measure whether you've actually been able to kind of like get to that level yeah um So for example, like one of the things that I've sort of spent a lot of time thinking about recently has been around, uh, you know, like responding compassionately, regardless of like how frustrating or angry like the situation gets you. So it's just like there's something around like compassion and empathy. um, And I'm still kind of formulating exactly what that is. But I've been trying to basically install that as a belief system that I have together with my identity. And like a really interesting kind of way to kind of continuously test this it's like, you know, that the, the belief system, and the program's really been installed when the response becomes automatic. Yes. So I think there's been, you know, like if I think about it, like six months ago, certain shit happened. And like I had to like really consciously take a step back and like think through, OK, like how do I respond compassionately and empathetically in this you know, negative situation where someone's pissed me off or let me down, or, you know, I'm angry at at, at this kind of thing. And it was like, okay, like, this is important to me. Okay, let's step back. Let's like, create some separation between like, you know, input and and response, um, and make sure that the response is the response that I want. Whereas, you know, most recently, I you know, I had a a bit of a, yeah, a situation where a a potential business partner, like, kind of like really let me down. And it was actually automatic. Like, you know, yeah. I kind of caught my, like the, the amount of time where input, anger, subsidence of anger respond with empathy and compassion. And it was almost automatic. Um, and that was actually like, you know, I reflected on, on, on that kind of whole experience later that night. And it was like, oh, this is actually like really good. Like I'm, I'm actually so much more confident that now this belief system is much more, uh, much more representative and much more well solidified within kind of like my identity
1: yeah yeah definitely like to tie into the terminology like it becomes part of your system one right it yeah. becomes part of your like intuitive intuitive way of doing um mm. yeah and and 100 <laughs> we talked about this quite a bit the, the past period but like uh, i think corona tested everyone right um mm-hmm. same here also like complex uh, in in terms of like corona hits the business and um the mm-hmm. co-founder left and and all of those different things and i think <laughs> That also has an impact on how you view the world, and I think especially mm-hmm. when you, what I experience mostly is like when you combine it with tiredness, right? Because that's mm-hmm. what happened. Like fewer, like uh, you have little capacity, but you need to do the same amount of things, and actually you need to do more in order to survive, even right? But that mostly comes down to you and uh, like a, a mini core team. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think it's like, especially in those moments where you're extremely tired, where you're quite emotional, then it's Mm. actually, then you're even more stuck in your system one. So you act even more intuitively, thereby, Mm. you're depending even more on the beliefs that you've structured.
0: (laughs) Um, I was going to say, so so I think this is actually, you know, when when I originally started thinking through my belief systems, this was actually a really interesting way that I kind of thought about it. Because what you're saying there, I think is absolutely right. It's around a true belief system is only really tested at the point where all spare capacity for system two rationalization is out and you're there just basically operating on your gut. So I thought through a lot of the different points when I think like I was running on empty or close on empty and it was just like, how did I respond, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like what, 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 what was the natural state of response in terms of, um, you know, what I believe, how I acted, how I felt um, yeah. when I was like, you know, haven't really slept for like the last two, three weeks have been kind of like, you know, firefighting left, right and center with work. Like, how did I behave in that kind of moment in time? Yeah. And actually, you know, this kind of like last belief all around like being empathetic and sort of compassionate. This was born out of the fact that a lot of times I think when I'm like really exhausted and there's shit to be done, I end up just kind of like steamrolling through people. Um, and, you know, you know it's, 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 it's effective. But people definitely have been kind of like hurt in the past in terms of like personal and professional relationships. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, how do I? I've, I've noticed that this is part of like my how I operate when I'm like at empty. So how do I replace that with even when I'm tired? How do I respond empathetically?
1: Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Very interesting. Um, did you do any, any specific things to like ingrain that new kind of belief? What are the key things that you undertook?
0: I guess it's just like, you know, being conscious about it. Yeah. And I and I yeah. think it's it's like part of part of like creating that kind of like feedback loop and cycle, and this is why I think, you know, we had a we had a podcast about meditation. I think this is part of why meditation is good, right? Like it allows you to kind of like take a step back and and just kind of like reflect and feel and be connected to what's been what's happening and what's uh, in your life and how you're experiencing those things that are happening. I think for me, you know, there are like certain moments where I'd sit down and reflect at the end of a day or at the end of the week and I was like, "Huh, okay, so this was I wasn't really. I'm, I wasn't really happy with how I acted in that particular situation. Or why did that situation get me to like be quite, uh, you know, trigger me to be like angry or upset? Yeah. And I think it's like those feedback loops that slow. It's like, oh, okay. So like in this and this situation, like when this and this is true, I respond in that way. And I think just like the more feedback loops and the more awareness that you can get, the more you can actually get in control. Yeah. Um, because I think with a lot of this kind of stuff, it's just about being able to be aware enough to spot the signals in the moment
1: yeah agreed definitely agreed and as soon as you can start
0: intercepting those signals and create a bit of space between input and response you can then start integrating like okay new belief system go in here new belief system go in here and you do that like you know four or five times and you're like okay cool now this is automatic yeah like anything right yeah like learning any new
1: skill that's the pattern recognition right yeah in the end yeah and conditioning um I'm thinking about like how to make this. Well, if I look back, right, uh, let's say a few years ago, I I heard about like um, belief structures for the first time. I knew back then I found it an extremely fuzzy and abstract topic, uh, and even when people talked about it, it always sounded really powerful, and it always like it's just so abstract that I found it really hard to get started, right? Um, so just like maybe in terms of like give listeners a few like <laughs> hold on points i think first off if you just google something like common beliefs or core beliefs or belief systems something like that you'll get a bunch of uh, beliefs that people tend to have and even using some of them as a springboard in terms of like hey that's something that's definitely fine uh, in my personal in my personal way of looking at it and these are not i think that makes a huge difference another one is just listing the issues that you have especially mm-hmm. on an emotional level um mm-hmm. funnily enough for me like i found that like my my personal life is a better indicator of my values than my professional life mm-hmm. because in my professional life i tend to be a bit more system too i tend to be a bit more rationalizing uh and 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 thinking my own behavior 100 percent through
0: yeah. if
1: that makes sense um, yep. Whereas if I'm in a relationship and it's, it's going really badly, well, that's the moment that your true self shows, right? And <laughs> then you can like kind of like steer mm-hmm. with it. Um, I also think like a big part of it is like reflection. And you're a better person than me to talk about reflection also because of the guiding questions. Okay, maybe elaborate on that a bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, so, so I think before I do, maybe let, I want to share one resource that I think is, is quite helpful in all of this. So there's a guy called Vishen Lakiani who runs Mind Valley, um, and he wrote this book called Coda, of the Extraordinary Mind, which is actually, I think, the first book that really articulated belief systems and limiting belief systems for me. And I think he goes through a lot of interesting stuff around like religion, relationships, business. Um, and kind of like just gives you a lot of like actually quite good examples. So I think if this is a topic that's interesting to you, that's like a, a, a good place to start as well. Um, because I think one of the challenges that is, is tr- interesting in all this is that you kind of really have to think, it's really helpful to see examples and be able to understand someone's upbringing and their belief systems. Yes. because very often this kind of stuff starts at an early age because you just basically, you know, you're learning biosmosis from your parents and the culture and the society around you and your friends. And I think it's, it's, it's difficult to understand someone's belief systems until you actually know them on a slightly deeper personal level in terms of their upbringing, in terms of, you know, their family, their friends, their relationships, etc. And I think that, you know, reading a book where you, Get to hear someone's story, and then you get to understand and think about their belief systems and how they reengineer them. I think that's actually pretty pretty helpful.
1: Yeah, definitely. Is, is this a book like a, more generally, or is it about like his personal journey, or is it with lots of examples oh, it's, of it's, different it's, people as well?
0: Oh, it's 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 not just about belief systems. It then goes into a lot of different things around like you know self-limiting beliefs, but that's like a fundamental key aspect of um you know. The, the, the book, because he talks a lot of what he calls like the culture scape. Yeah. And the, alongside that, he kind of, you know, talks about the hedonic uh, kind of like treadmill, which is like, you know, you go to a good school so you can get a good job, you get a good job. So you can like, you know, secure a good future. You secure a good future so you can find the right partner so you can get married and kind of like, you know, the, the whole, um, when this happens, I'll get that. And when that happens, I'll get that. And kind of how like, you know, this, this whole idea of like, at some point in the future, you'll have a family and you'll be rich and everything will be sorted out for you. And then you'll be happy. Um, and then you'll be fulfilled. And he kind of like breaks down, okay, well then like, what are all the belief systems that like govern society and the culture that we live in, um, to get us to think in that way. Um, so it's, it's quite interesting and I think like quite, um, relevant for a lot of people probably in like, yeah, 2020.
1: All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I also think like uh, Jordan Peterson has a bunch of like Mm. relatively useful stuff on this. Um, yeah, and like I think his, his style can like appeal to some and not so much to others yeah. but that's completely fine uh pick the yeah. one that, that works for you
0: and and also I think like with, with this kind of stuff it's it's really interesting just to kind of like you know the, the deeper and more uh, I guess like theological and religious that you get I think very often what ends up happening is like we read something or we hear someone and that triggers us yeah that emotional trigger that's the thing where it should be a signal to you is like oh okay this is touching clearly on the belief system let me <laughs> dig deep and figure out where that's coming from
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and also like um when you have like a complex moment like sometimes you you catch yourself acting irrationally without yeah. being able to explain why exactly or you're sabotaging your own plans stuff like that right like just mm. weird tiny things usually not for the big things mm. Uh, I think those are also very good pointers, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just in the hardest moments of life, simply said, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I think it's like you know, like when you're when you're really tested, that's you kind of like that's when you figure out what you stand for.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's the, the the thing with like um, why well, I think people like you and me are just continuously testing ourselves because that's the interesting thing, right? Everybody has their own problems. There is no absence of problems. You never have that, right? Yep. Like, uh, life is suffering. Right, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but in the end, it's, it's, in some ways, it's quite true. Um, and that's also like the quote, right? like going from loss to loss without a loss of enthusiasm, that kind of stuff, right? Um, yeah, but this, these kind of things, like the, lim- like the belief systems, are extremely useful to figure out, especially early on in your life. I think it's Mm -hmm. never you're never too old, of course, because you will benefit from it Mm -hmm. every day from now on. But especially Mm -hmm. early on in your life, when you're still like relatively moldable and you can be a bit shaped, it's super valuable to be aware of. it. And I think very few people um, think about this for long, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's also hard, right? Like, I think part of the challenge of all this kind of stuff is that it's it's like you're you're putting a mirror in front of yourself and like staring yourself in the eye to figure (laughs) out like what what who you really are and why yeah um and very often i think it it can become uncomfortable for people right and i think this is the whole thing of like there's different stages of i guess like spiritual growth and maturity um and i think that you know part of the challenge in all of this is you know we often go from like rebellion and kind of like trying to understand who we really are um to then kind of then falling back into a larger more organized set of beliefs and systems such as like you know religion or capitalism or family or kind of like, you know, one of these governing structures. And then at some point we realize that actually this is a fallacy and there's a lot of stuff that's wrong with yeah. all of this kind of, you know, organized beliefs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you kind of step away as like, okay, I'm going to figure out the stuff myself. And then you kind of realize like, oh wait, actually this is also really complicated. Yeah. And I need to spend a bunch of time thinking about myself. And actually there's a, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense in terms of the way that I live. And I think we kind of then go backwards and forwards trying to integrate ourselves into broader belief systems and trying to figure out take what we can from one uh, that we like and integrate it with what we like from the other um and ultimately you know just this, this, this constant evolving problem of figuring out yeah. who you are in relation to yourself and who you are in the relation to like the systems and the people around you and it's 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 hard <laughs> yeah it's, it's much easier to kind of like put your head in the sand and not think about this stuff um but you know i think at least for us it's it's kind of like Once you then start thinking about this stuff, you can't help but dig deeper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. Like that also has to do with like going towards the pain, right. Or towards the fear, because that's the path of growth in essence. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's also a key point is that in the end, um, it's a system right it believes systems like and mm-hmm. within systems thinking there's different kinds of systems but like you got the difference between complicated systems and complex systems complex. right yeah. in terms of like complicated it's just it. something can be ridiculously complicated but it can be understood in the end if you take each part specifically and you look at them and then you add them together and then you look at the bigger picture it all makes sense whereas yeah. a complex system is more like for example the weather Where even now with all the technology we have, we cannot predict three days in advance exactly what will happen because it's a complex system where one piece of wind will actually affect the rest and all of that will ever change. And that's also the same thing here, right? In terms of like when you, um, for example, during this Corona period, what I noticed, like the combination of tiredness and and disappointment and, and hardships and all of these different things, um, did a bit of a number on one of my beliefs right uh mm-hmm. right now that's actually back to the <laughs> back to the earlier situation mm-hmm. but it, it did a number on it and what i noticed is that because that one like my trust in that one belief weakened it mm-hmm. actually affected a, how a lot of other beliefs manifested themselves right mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're out of balance you're income like yep. you're not feeling like grounded if that makes sense so then you need to like Mm. rebuild or at least be aware of like the other parts of your belief system so yeah 100 it's it's quite hard uh and you make it harder on yourself but yeah i i believe in the longer term it's (laughs) valuable, it's worth it right
0: yeah well well, yeah i think definitely if you if you want to if you want growth it's really important to think about this kind of stuff and it's really important also just to really sit in that emotion and sit in that feeling and understand like why do i feel this way and is this the way that i want to feel yeah i think actually that's another really good kind of like you know signal and triggering point it's like do i currently feel the way that i want to feel no okay why
1: yeah yeah, that's true yeah feelings are Um, indicators right and what you're saying right now actually um, makes me think of i feel this is actually quite uh, similar to back in the day when i did karate training uh, or mm-hmm. martial arts right before the tournaments i would go to the tournaments and if i didn't practice well at the tournaments i would get my ass handed to me right and that mm-hmm. can mean a broken nose that can like that can mean so many different things so you're quite afraid of not going prepared all right mm-hmm. so after a while you believe it, like you create this kind of yeah you can pretty much call it a belief um mm-hmm. where it's like okay so in the end, the, the pain slash disappointment slash hardships are going to mm. be there anyway. Mm. And I can either wait until the world gives it to me or I can give myself all the hardships beforehand so the rest of life becomes easier. right? So it's cultivating mm. the ability to deal with the problems yeah. instead of um, just yeah. taking them one at a time. And I think that's also actually quite a valuable belief.
0: Yeah. This is, it kind of goes back to, uh, Oh God, and I can't remember who said it, but I think it's, it's so good. It's like hard decisions, easy life, easy decisions, hard life. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe just like one, one last thing that, that came to my mind just to maybe like start wrapping up this, yeah. this episode. But, um, I think we talked about this maybe before around the whole Tony Robbins thing of like, you know, you can change free things. You can change yeah. your state, you can change your situation. You can change your strategy.
1: Uh, and I think that... State story strategy, right? Or am I confused?
0: Ooh. Um, but I think that with, with, with all of these different things, I think we've become so conditioned to automatically look at the strategy and just always think like, oh, we're not doing the right thing. So give me a new playbook. Give me a new uh, tactic. Give me a new you know, shortcut to try and like improve the strategy that I am. But I think when you really take a step back to think through your belief systems, it will really help you understand your the state and the situation so much better because you'll be able to understand like the state that you're in is really around understanding yourself and understanding your belief systems. Yeah. And then the situation that you're in is then obviously you're, you have a big driver in terms of the environment that you create around you, but also the environments that you go out and put yourself in. Um, yeah. And so I think that, you know, basically it just allows you to to, to have much finer tuned understanding around you know the state that you're in and the situations that you put yourself in um as well so yeah i think those are those are another two interesting elements in terms of like growth and i think why just thinking about belief systems and, and spending a bit of time on this whole stuff is quite important
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely 100% agreed and um I, I liked it up by the way it's the state story strategy but I think story and situation in essence are the same thing right but one focuses on how you tell it and the other one focuses on how you perceive it similar um yeah definitely. Oh, by the
0: way, one what one last thing that came to my mind as well is that I think very often having close friends can they can probably see your belief systems much better than <laughs> you can yourself um and I'm just kind of like thinking through like a few people that i know in my life that have um like what we colloquially would refer to as daddy issues <laughs> it's really obvious from the side but when you're in it it's actually sometimes not that obvious yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's quite true i think that's actually an interesting point in terms of like the um, the belief systems or, or the beliefs that you personally don't have like when you have very different belief a a very different belief system from someone else, then it's relatively harder to get along, right? Whereas when you truly intuitively connect with someone, it's very often because the belief systems are quite similar, which makes you behave in similar ways, treat each other with respect, all of that kind of stuff, right? Um, All right, I do like the wrapping up. So the question is, do we still have any final thoughts, final notes?
0: Not really. I I, I think we, we generally went fairly broad and covered quite, quite a bit of different <laughs> ground here with belief systems. I guess, you know, key takeaways, there's a couple, you know, Jordan Peterson, Vishen Lakhiani, I think two interesting people yeah. just to delve into in terms of belief systems. And, and I think that whole point of like, once you kind of like get into that work and you start thinking about this, just really... Try and be aware of the signals of stuff that triggers you. And often if you, if you get a trigger either in the really positive or a really negative thing, it's because it's fundamentally touch, uh, touching um, a strong belief system. I think those are key things that, that come to my mind yeah. um, in terms of this whole episode.
1: Definitely. Um, and, and I would add to it, like, just proactively make it hard on yourself so you can deal, when, deal with it when life becomes hard on you right i think that's that's what it comes down to and when you um just just have a look just think about what the the beliefs are that might be most impactful in terms of your behavior Mm -hmm. and tackle them proactively yourself and you can actually like when you do that early on one of the the biggest beauties i think it's an uh, almost an unintended side consequence is like you can help others with this stuff when you don't know about it, you cannot help those around you with it because you're not aware of it. Yeah. You don't see it, right? Um, but if you know it yourself, then it becomes way easier to help others out, figure it like, yeah, help them get what they want. Yeah,
0: that's that, that's a that's a really good point, actually. And I think it's um, it's something that I definitely value certain people in my life um, quite highly for. Yeah. Just the ability to kind of say like, hey, you've done a lot of work on yourself and you've like kind of <laughs> been through... A bunch of you know reflection on your childhood and your relationship with your parents and your first love and you know your first career disappointment and your first like you know sports disappointment like yeah how did you think about all this kind of stuff
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah exactly yeah that's it right um all right okay thank you very much for listening